This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What's up, folks? Welcome to Hidden in Plain Sight. It's Brandon Steele back with another installment of the Solo Show Saga. And the rumors are true, folks. Pat Benatar will no longer be playing Hit Me With Your Best Shot at her concerts because of the shootings, which is a stupid fucking reason. Like, does she think that the school shooters are are jamming out to this before they, you know, go on their murder spree? Don't get me wrong, that's a very funny thing to imagine. It's just like, you know, trench coat mafia showing up listening to Hit Me With Your Best Shot really alters the mood for murdering people. Coming into the one of the all-time pop hits, you know, at least like heavy metal I get, that's murdering music. You know, some good... You know, gangster rap, that's murder in music. Pat Benatar? I mean, maybe in like an American psycho type of way. But you gotta love these pointless acts that only white women would think would matter. Like, how about you just donate the proceeds from it to the victims? It's not even a song about guns. I'm pretty sure that song is about flirting. I mean, at worst, this is a song you'd beat your wife to. I could see that setting a good mood. You put this on, so it's still a hype song, but also, like, the kids won't notice. Cover the sounds of her yelling. Yeah, I should probably cut that part, but fuck it. But yeah, Benatar said, uh, fans are having a heart attack, and I'm like, I'm sorry. In deference to the victims of families of these mass shootings, I'm not singing it. I doubt a single family reached out to Pat Benatar and was like, please, for the love of God, this has to stop. Please don't play Hit Me With Your Best Shot. For the love of God. Think of the children, okay? That song is dangerous. Clearly it caused, or at least played a part, in these tragedies. She goes on to say, the title is tongue-in-cheek, but you have to draw the line. No shit. You mean the title doesn't literally mean, can you shoot me with your best bullet? Because that's what it would mean literally. I would hope it's tongue-in-cheek, you dumb broad. I can't say those words out loud with a smile on my face. I just can't. I'm not going to go on stage and soapbox... I go to my legislators, fucking ew, but that's my small contribution to protesting. I'm not going to sing it tough. You shouldn't ever take yourself this seriously. It's a fucking dumb song. Like, that's the song that they put in movies when they blew the budget on everything else for music. 
like they, no, there's not like movies using this as the background music during shootouts. I mean, that would be funny also. No one's ever literally uh, associated that song with mass shootings. Like the dudes who sing, Shot through the heart, but you're too late. Like those dudes still play that song. You want everybody with a vague gun metaphor to not perform the songs? Do they think, like, school shooters only listen to songs about shooting? Like, they just have a playlist of songs that all involve guns? Now, if you're going through, like, your kids' iTunes or Spotify and you see a playlist called Guns... And it's just, you know, 125 songs about guns. Yeah, that might be a red flag. I might think twice about buying him that AR-15. But I wonder if people will follow in her footsteps. Because that would actually be pretty funny. If every band that has, you know, like gun metaphors or even vague references apparently is like, well, we can't play these songs anymore. What a useless fucking act. Just donate money. This does nothing. Money would at least help. You know, so the charity can embezzle it. Because all charities are scams. I have noticed that it seems like people forgot how to keep things to themselves. Like, I don't remember the before social media era... People were just blabbering about everything they fucking did. There are some things that you should just keep to yourself. And we used to know that. I don't know if that's happening much in other countries, but it's it's getting a little too much in this one. We got a lovely example here of a fella named uh, Babe the Pig Boy. He had a Twitter thread that went pretty viral until he eventually tried to delete it about how he got monkeypox. So this is what he uh, decided to start with. Uh, I have monkeypox, not fishing for any sort of sympathy, but since I'm already known for being pretty unabashed on the internet, he fucks on the internet. So that's, by unabashed, he means people are, you know, men have banged him online. There's video. Uh, I figured I'd give it an honest account uh, of how I got it and how my symptoms manifested to hopefully educate anyone curious. So strap in. Now, I will say, I applaud him trying to do a public good by spreading awareness. But, pun intended, uh, this is a little too much. Basically, the prelude is he's isolated because of COVID, and he's been trapped for three weeks. Which was a lot, because he needs to make content, which I can relate to. I feel him on that one. The young lad was going... Uh, a little stir-crazy. But luckily, he was invited to a friend's birthday party. And first of all, gay dudes have way cooler birthday parties than everyone else. I've never gotten a birthday invite and be like, by the way, it's going to be a, a an orgy. You know, what better way to celebrate you turning one year older than by fucking 15 strangers? Well, and maybe friends and acquaintances. It was a great time. I think I came into sexual contact with somewhere in the ballpark of 15 to 20 different men. He got invited to another orgy, 
And this was not just any ordinary orgy. Oh, no. Oh, no. This orgy was a piss orgy thrown by some friends. Even though it wasn't officially affiliated with it, it was advertised as, quote-unquote, pre-wet and hot orgy. Wet and hot being a big piss kink event that happens in Palm Springs. It was what brought me to Palm Springs the first time I had visited. What an incredibly strange way to think of Palm Springs. Oh, right. Yeah, the first time I went there was for a piss orgy. Yeah, nothing like a piss orgy in Palm Springs. A little warm pee cool you off on a hot Palm Spring day. Refreshing. Due to the COVIDs, it had been canceled the last two years. So this one was a big one. So I attended the orgy. Have a great time. Guzzled a metric fuck ton of human piss. I think I had sexual contact with around 15 men. Similar to the orgy on Saturday. Had a great time. Met some great people. Then stumbled my piss drunk ass home. That's a hell of a tweet. Followed up by, on Friday I had a few quick hookups with local guys. Three total and on Saturday I have a four way with some local piss pigs. Nothing on Sunday, though I did make plans to film the following Thursday rather than on Monday when I usually film, which would turn out to be a good thing. It's starting to sink in now. I screw my courage to my goddamn stick in place, literally, and reach down and feel around my hole. Ugh. And there it is. Little bumps on the inside of my fucking ass cheeks. I had the pox. I admire his courage heading into this illness. That's a cavalier attitude you're having about it. I would have been a little more concerned. Now, if I had just attended two, you know, orgies slash multiple hookups in a foursome with that much pee involved, to be honest, the pox is actually probably the best case scenario. Gay communities have done this before. They know they know what the deal is. I wonder if Magic Johnson is going to be immune to this too. Like he'll catch it, but nothing will happen. Be fascinating if he just had some sort of mutation which made him impervious to all the gay diseases. Tracing it back, it's pretty clear I had my exposure at the Thursday orgy with all the out-of-towners. Love how he blames the out-of-towners. Gotta love pettiness. Uh, the timing works out exactly right. I'm really not sure at what point I began to be contagious. Uh, if it was when my cough got worse, when all those symptoms hit me at once. But as far as I can tell, I didn't pass it on to anyone. I find that hard to believe. Because someone gave it to him. So they probably spread it around. I also didn't know orgies were still this frequent of a thing. God bless the gays. You know, they risk a lot, but they have a lot of fun. That's fearlessness, honestly. And I mean, after AIDS, which was much worse. This sounds like nothing. He finishes with, my two cents. It's reductive to tell gay people to not have sex. It didn't work in the early days of AIDS, and clearly it's not working now. But do your best to make educated choices. Check your county's case numbers frequently, and if you can, avoid groups and anon encounters. 
that's interesting advice because he both says, you know, don't blame gay, like don't tell gay people to not have sex. But then he's like, hey, hindsight, back-to-back orgies probably, probably not the best idea. Now, I don't think it's too much to suggest. I don't even think it's really asked to just suggest like, hey, maybe don't do the huge orgies right now. Maybe pause that for a month. Can we hold off with just the anonymous hookups? Maybe fi- maybe learn what his name is before you dive into that ass. Let's be smart, because that seems pretty reasonable to me. But I don't know. This might be like one of the real benefits of being part of the community at this point, is the gays get to have orgies. And fuck, what's the point of like being gay if you're not going to have orgies and go to them? It's like one of the handfuls of like benefits they get. You can orgy away and no one will think twice because that's just like what gay dudes do. I would cite this as a prime example how we've lost the ability to keep anything to ourselves. Like maybe you tell your close friends about, bro, I had... I had a wild few days. I think I know where this came from. Then I do a fucking like 10 post thread detailing your orgies. And maybe he was just bragging about those. I don't know. Look, you can still do a public good and spread awareness without the play by play. I don't think it's too wild to say that this is a bit extreme. When you can use the phrase guzzling a metric fuck ton of piss to describe your weekend. I think you got some interesting kinks there. And I'm not going to judge that. I'm just saying it's a little outside the the norm. Although, I don't know, maybe I'm just a fucking prude not swallowing pee. I'm not going to Google it, but I'm not even sure what a piss orgy involves. Do you pee in everyone's mouth? Is it just some dudes who get pee in their mouth? I'll let someone else Google that. I'm not doing it. So there's a new interesting trend, apparently. Women getting married to themselves, which I didn't know was a thing, that you could marry yourself. And of course it's only women, which I have a theory on that. So the technical term for self-marriage is sologamy, like monogamy, sologamy. Not very creative, kind of on the nose. Apparently, it's been around since the 90s. One American woman, Linda Baker, married herself in front of seven bridesmaids and 75 guests. Could you imagine inviting 75 people to a wedding where you marry yourself? Like, either she was had such a pathetic existence that all those people, which I would assume includes the remaining friends and family still tolerating her, being like, no, this seems healthy. This is a good thing. She is going to die alone. Like, let's be honest. So no one else is going to marry her. The countries this is biggest in are the U.S., U.K., Australia, and Japan. You know, as much as I love Japan and, like, that's one of the places I have to visit, boy, does it sound like they're bummed over there. Dudes, don't get the fuck The chicks are marrying themselves. Here's a fun one. In 2017, Erica Anderson, 
married herself in New York City to celebrate her independence and right to be single and happy. Quote, I would describe it as women saying yes to themselves. It means that we are enough, even if we're not partnered with someone else. This woman's definitely also on SSRIs. Like, you can call this marrying yourself, but in reality, they're just accepting that they're going to be alone, which is kind of sad to not only accept that that's going to happen, but to do a whole fucking marriage ceremony just to, like, feel a little better about it. There's a company that sells kits to marry yourself. It really should just be a fucking gun and one bullet. Although it is funny to think of a lady who had married herself going to, like, the bar, you know, wearing her ring, talking to some dude and being like, no, it's a, it's an open relationship. We have a, a policy. I'm actually married to myself because they'd never say that because they sound crazy, and I think they know that. If they actually, like, met someone at a bar, they're not going to tell them about this. Are you kidding? This is something you would throw everything away. Burn the documents. Because the second he finds out, he's going to realize you're fucking nuts. And that's the end of that. Uh, Now, I like that they try to bring celebrities into this. As if very attractive actresses have the same marriage prospects as very lonely, ordinary women. Everyday gals. This article says some celebrities have also embraced self-partnering. Harry Potter actress Emma Watson, Victoria's Secret model Adriana Lima, and Broadway singer Fantasia Barino are among the glitterati who've publicly shared a commitment to themselves. And one of my favorite sentences, all three subsequently started traditional relationships, but their declarations of independence are no less valid for that. Isn't that, like, pretty indicative of the general problem with a lot of the celebrity-led causes is that, for them, it's mostly just optional? There's one thing an attractive woman could very easily do if they wanted is uh, get someone to propose to them. It's not a difficult thing, but it is hilarious that the article uses them as the example only to, in the same paragraph, next sentence, in fact, say that they actually went on to have traditional relationships. The gals who are marrying themselves, I don't believe got to that point because they had a lot of other prospects. It's symbolic, Adriana Lima told her Instagram followers in response to questions about the ring on her finger. I am committed to myself and my own happiness. I am married with me. She's also a millionaire. So, many self-weddings are do-it-yourself affairs, which, Jesus Christ, that's sad. Just these fucking desperate and lonely, probably ghoulish-looking women having a a self-marriage ceremony all alone in their apartment and with whatever animals they've taken hostage from the pound. The ladies who do this have probably had animals that killed themselves. Their cats probably try to commit suicide. 
Here's another one about the state of Japan. Well, in Japan, where the traditional marriage rate is declining, by declining they mean that their population is going to die out. That's where they're at. Solo weddings are touted as a growing trend among women who crave the romance of a wedding, but not the commitment of an actual marriage. So doesn't that mean you just want to like throw a cool party that's all about you? Currently, several Japanese travel agencies and photo studios offer single wedding packages that may include a dress, hair and makeup, flowers, a limo, and a photo shoot. Most of their clients are young women looking to have some fun while asserting their independence. Though some divorcees, along with married women whose big day was a letdown, also sign up for the wedding of their dreams. Jesus, what a fucking miserable country. How can they be that sad when they got all the good cartoons? I mean, it's one of the things I love about them is they're just a very melancholy people. But this is brutal. You shouldn't be at this point until, like, you at least hit 40. Like, you should you should at least try up until then. And then at 40, you know what? Whatever it takes to make it through another fucking day, I guess. But also, who? what ungrateful broad just had an entire wedding but was like, that wedding sucked. I'm going to go have my own. You're not invited. I don't think that bodes well for the marriage. When the wife is already let down and is like, no, I'm going to do this over, but you fuck off. You ruined the first one. At first, marrying yourself might seem somewhat conceited. However, proponents claim it's a feel-good gesture of self-belief rather than narcissism. As Robert Lyndall Fincham, who married herself at the age of 55, explains. See, at 55, that, that makes sense. I'm fine with it at that point. At 55, you've... You tried. You tried. The looks are going downhill. They were probably pretty, you know, poor to begin with. If that's the worst your midlife crisis, you know, gets, victory. Now, it is strange that that is the solution we came up with to this problem. Like, is this a weird feminism thing? Because, again, the dudes aren't doing this. Are you kidding a dude just getting married to himself, you'd get mocked endlessly by everyone. Which maybe that just speaks to a little bit of the difference in temperament between men and women. Is women will eventually just be like, all I need is me. And then men are just, you know, either like, uh, no, I'm trying to get pussy. Or they're gay dudes and like, I'm going to another piss orgy this week. You want to come? And I doubt any family's going to support their son marrying himself like i'm not gonna go on your amazon wedding registry to buy you an air fryer as a wedding gift to you marrying yourself but it's interesting that if a man did that you'd be like there's something fucking wrong with him i think he needs to talk to somebody okay this feels like a cry for help but these cat ladies do it and we go you know what they're just owning their independence and there's another funny thing about this because that implies you're in a monogamous relationship with yourself. So, like, you'd be cheating on yourself. Or I wonder if it's cheating if you're in the relationship with yourself. I assume the rate of women doing this and then getting into a stable, you know, functional relationship is probably pretty slim. But I guess that was their chances of getting married anyways. So, 
can any of these ladies divorce themselves? You can't really marry yourself. Well, maybe in Japan. They let you marry weird shit in Japan. Do you have to go through the effort of divorcing yourself? What a shitty way to have to pay for a divorce. Yeah, I talked it over and we're gonna, you know, I'm losing half my shit to me. What the fuck is in the tap water? Jesus Christ. We're going insane, folks. Did Rome have people at the end marrying themselves? I know they had the piss orgies. So, that checks out. But yeah, I wonder how long these marriages last. I suppose until they die. Till death do us part. Or whenever they learn to, you know, tie the knot. <laughs> these ladies are tying the knot by marrying themselves until they can learn to tie a real knot and end it themselves. That's the tagline I would go for if I started one of the, uh, the companies that sold the self-marriage kit. You can tie the knot until you learn how to tie the knot. I think it'd be pretty successful. Honest advertising. But it's fun. You know, it acknowledges like, hey, yeah, you're going to be alone forever and it's probably pretty miserable. But every now and then you can have a party and pretend like it's fine. It comes with instructions on how to perform your ceremony and how to perform your final ceremony, which I guess is one way you could describe ending it. It's just your final ceremony that no one else is invited to. As you know, I have given myself the moniker Prophet of Doom because I'm only able to predict things that are bad and do not benefit me in any way, shape, or form. You may recall I unearthed a insidious conspiracy by the Indian Illuminati at 7-11 and uh, how they were taking over the new timeline because the Indians probably made CERN. So this comes out from the Dallas Business Journal. 7-11 cutting 880 corporate jobs in Irving and Ohio as it restructures. I had no idea they even had operations in the Dallas area. So that was, that's just a wild uh, synchronicity. The timing's wild. I saw this one when it's like this, you know, that's a little too on the nose even for me. I don't like having these powers. It's not great. Unless I was completely correct. Because then it's funny thinking of the Indian Illuminati being like, this stupid white boy ruined all of our plans. We're going to have to fire 880 employees. How the fuck did he figure out what we were doing? Dinesh, I told you not to tell anyone, you fucking blabbermouth. Go fucking Pizzagate on that shit. Which I would do, but I want to be able to keep going to my 7-Eleven, because if I you know, went to the cashier and was like, I know you've got fucking children in the basement back there. I know you're part of the Indian Illuminati. Sir, I have no idea what you're talking about. I got to start working on speaking more profitable things into existence. So that'll do it for this installment of the Solo Show Saga. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, the Twitter is at uh, the Hidden Pod. On Instagram, it's at Brandon Steele Hidden. Uh, you want to sign up for the page, patreon.com slash hiddenandplainsightpod. 
always appreciate people signing up for the page to support the show. There's a ton of content on there, huge catalog you can go through. Highly recommend it. Only three thirty three a month. You know, more if you can, but three thirty three a month you get all that content. Quite the deal, if I do say so myself. Uh, we'll see you next week, folks. Mom out. Yeah.